This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. It is Tuesday, uh, 15 November, in the year of our Lord, 2022, a massive day everywhere in Arizona. As Carrie Lake uh, fights on, particularly about how do you certify the uncertifiable, we'll get to all that uh, throughout the next two hours. We've got, uh, of course, Mar-a-Lago, an amazing, huge, massive announcement today from Donald J. Trump. We've got wall-to-wall coverage there. We're going to go back to Ed uh, Henry. We're going to go back to Karen Turk, Real America's Voice. We've got a five-man team, Real America's Voice. He's got a huge team, Cash Patel, Liz Herring, Boris Epstein. All those will be joining us uh, throughout the next couple of hours. But I want to start off with literally a, a, a <laughs> I can't emphasize enough the political knife fights that are going on right now about the direction of the Republican Party and the direction of the Trump movement. I want to bring in Russ Vogt, who's uh, President Trump's Director of Management and Budget. Uh, Russ, you've been in the middle of this, of all the uh, the orgy of spending and the lame duck we got to get into and stopping this appropriations bill and all this madness is about to, to try to overwhelm us. But right now, about the direction, uh, with the called um, with the called races last night, I think we're down to Brandon Williams in New York uh, 22 to get to the 218. They're saying one more, and I believe all the Californias have been called. Of course, Arizona uh, 6 has been called. Uh, Oregon 5 got called. We'll get into more of the details of that. Andy Biggs is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. But, Russ, uh, walk me through. What is your beef about? They had the Yesterday they had the uh, conference um, you know, vote. They had the conference uh, discussion about who should lead uh, the Republican House, which we're going to control maybe by two or three uh, votes um, or two or three members. So what's your beef about Kevin McCarthy just taking it uh, from here? He did win the majority in the House. Uh, he's been fighting a lot of his picks, uh, won over the MAGA picks. So, so what's, your, what's, your, what's your beef? My beef is that he has not won. He did not produce a red wave. He has not made a commitment to the American people with an America first agenda. He continues to fight some of the basic things that we need on a policy level, whether that's big tech reform. Uh, or whether that is using the leverage points that we have to go after the Biden regime, whether that's oversight, whether that's using the impeachment tools. So on and on, there's a there's a paradigm problem with Kevin McCarthy. And, and I would also look back and say, you know, he spent millions going after Mary Miller in Illinois, who was an incumbent of his own party. He didn't have to weigh in on that. So look, you know, regardless of, of how he has endured. That's really the only thing I can say. He's a nice guy. I worked with him in the administration. Uh, he's been there a long time, but I've seen him in off in, in action behind closed doors, and I've seen the decisions that he has made, and they will not save this country. And we have a particular moment in time where a handful of Republicans, the Democrats are not a threat, a handful of Republicans can ensure that we have a paradigm-shifting speaker that will allow us to actually have an agenda and move forward and use every opportunity that we have against Biden. We can't have a speaker that's afraid of government shutdowns. We can't have a speaker that's afraid of using the debt limit to fix our fiscal house and get it in order. We can't have a speaker that's afraid of using the impeachment or to protect the J6 prisoners because somehow you're worried about the notion of being part as an insurrectionist. On and on and on, he has not shown up, and that's why House Freedom Caucus is fighting, and I'm thankful that they are doing grassroots is behind them. I want to make a link. Let's take the personalities out. Let's take the Andy Biggses and the Matt Gates and the MTGs and the, and the McCarthys because personalities come. Obviously, personalities, human agency, divine providence works through, through individuals from Donald Trump to, 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 to many, many others. 
I want to talk about with the paradigm and the structural issues, and I want to connect what is happening for our audience, what is happening in Mar-a-Lago today, and kind of what Trump stands for as a populist nationalist against the administrative state in the deep state, and what you say we have a chance for a paradigm shift uh, up against the cartel on Capitol Hill. Walk through the structural issues and why whether it was McCarthy or anybody, because he, he's known as a, as a as a nice guy, right? Uh, we call him the pledge chairman here. Um, it, it's not about the personality. You have a fundamental structural issue here that has to be resolved. And today's launch in Mar-a-Lago is one aspect of that. What happens on Capitol Hill is another aspect. And we've, if we finally, the Democrats that we're up against, they are perfectly aligned. They're perfectly aligned from their donors to their consultants, to the politicians, to, 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 to the recruiting, to the NGOs, the not-for-profits, all the way up to the Nancy Pelosi's. And one of the reasons uh, they continue to, uh, quite frankly, get more of their things through than what we want is because of that alignment. Walk me through the paradigm and how you believe that this issue about the speaker is how you start to lock in that fundamental alignment, sir. Yeah, two main points. Number one, ever since Donald Trump left office, the establishment has been trying to go back towards the definition of conservatism that they had prior to 2016, and that was an America First definition. They're dying for it. They're just absolutely dying for it. And he represents that. He may be a, have been on good on terms with President Trump at different times, but he represents that old version of conservatism and not a particularly strident version of it either, I might add. So there's that. And I think that's an important aspect of are we actually going to tackle the problems that are facing this country, given our country's late hour? Are we going to deal with the drugs in this country? Are we going to deal with China? Are we going to deal with the reality of crime, of, of borders? Are we going to do every single thing we can? Are we going to continue to fund Ukraine? Are we going to be everywhere in the world? So that's one part of it. The second part of it is what has happened over 100 years. It's not just an administrative state. The administrative state has kind of gone over the borders of the lines of separation within the Constitution. It's both an executive and a congressional uh, merging so that when you talk about the president of the United States, he often does not have the power that to grab hold of the administrative state without really breaking some China. And if you, you see it in the Congress, why is the Congress rank and file so dissatisfied, but congressional leadership and committee barons so satisfied? They're in power, they're rank and file or not. It's because behind the, 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 the jure uh, levers of power, who sits in these seats, the votes on the floor, behind all of that is a cartel that is working based on, on narratives, on paradigms, assumptions, viewpoints, the way we've always done it before. And unless you actually can see a different way of looking at the world, which I think the America First Movement is about, and then bust through that cartel and know your leverage points, you're never going to have success. You're never going to be able to use the opportunities that the founders gave us to save the country. It's all there in the Constitution. But we have 50 years of not being willing to pick the right policies or pick the right leverage points because our paradigms are wrong. That's what I mean by it. What And when you say the hour is late, uh, we've got, and you say the Democrats aren't going to stand in your way or they're, they're weak, I think you said earlier. What do you mean by that? The hour is late, and but you're not going to get opposition on this from Democrats. You're going to have two nights, let's say 220, 221, 222. You'll have a handful of seats uh, majority. So walk us through. The hour is late, and, and, and maybe I misinterpreted what you said, that the Democrats are not going to be there to stop it. Uh, what, what do you mean? What do you mean the hour is late? What has to happen? And what's going to be the blockage on this? Sure. When I talk about the hour late, I'm referring to the country moment. We don't have business as usual time forever. We have to have uh, game changers. Now is the time for wartime speakers, not cartel speakers. That's what I mean by that. As it pertains to the Democrats not being a problem, I'm referring specifically to the argument by my friend um, and, and ally normally, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that somehow the Democrats are going to conspire with moderate Republicans on the floor. That's not possible. It will not happen. There are fundamental reasons for that. 
And so I'm suggesting that there is the, the main vote will be on the floor. They will oppose the Republican person, and that will give House conservatives a leverage point that by that time they will be able to use. But I think that I think Kevin McCarthy's speakership will be on the rocks far in advance of that as soon as today with the House conservatives putting forward their candidacy uh, and, and making that a holding pattern so that McCarthy knows he doesn't have the votes. Uh, walk us through how you think this process plays out. There's a, obviously the leadership vote today, the the speakership votes January 3rd. Just give our audience your best guess of how what they should be looking for today to be ahead of the curve. Yeah, I expect today, this is the day that they actually have the vote uh, in the cartel. This is behind closed doors. This is the Republican Party uh, in, in these kind of the locker room making their determination. There's going to be nomination speeches. Uh, and I expect, you know, House conservatives to put forward Andy Biggs for that. And it will be a case against uh, Kevin McCarthy and why this is something that should warrant a change in direction, uh, a, a pursuit of how uh, the House should work on behalf of the American people that gave it a majority. Uh, I think there'll be a post, they will post a big number there in terms of, of no votes. That is not just the three of Bob Good of Matt Gates and Chip Roy. I think it will be much larger than that. We won't know their names potentially unless they tell us, but I think it'll be a big rump group that will be surprising to the mainstream media. Uh, and then I think you'll go into tomorrow and, and some of the, in the week ahead and you'll get a sense McCarthy will be trying to figure out, can I pull some of those folks away with rule changes? And I think we need to talk about rules changes. Rules changes can be good, uh, but it's important that we not just get the same rules that we had prior to Nancy Pelosi. That We don't want to have to fight this every single week. We want, if we're going to have a game changer parliamentary style partnership where Chip Roy's in charge of the rules committee, that's one thing. But just restoring some of the things like the motion to vacate to the rules, in my mind, is not an appropriate uh, end game. But then McCarthy will figure out, okay, can I pull any of them back? It'll be important for the grassroots to support their members throughout this. And then when he realizes he doesn't have the votes, he'll make indications. And at that time, it will free the playing field for other people to step forward and, and be able to be a unifying candidate. That could be a Jim Jordan. That could be a Lee Zeldin, uh, someone that we are currently not thinking about right now. There are a lot of opportunities along those lines. So you think the headline is, is you think the, the the vote today is going to surprise people by the number of people that don't vote for him for for leadership, even inside the the cartel or the caucus, correct? The conference. Is that That's what nice. you're is that what you're telling us? Yeah. Real quickly, before I, real quickly, before I let you go, I want to bounce back to Mar-a-Lago. But t- tell me real quickly, the, the orgy is about to start. The orgy of called the orgy of malfeasance, the debt ceiling, this appropriations bill. How important is this? to fight this, particularly as appropriations, and kick it into the next year, Russ vote? It's vital. I mean, we don't have endless limit, endless leverage points uh, against the Biden administration. We just don't. Uh, we have appropriations, and we have oversight, and oversight doesn't really work without appropriations, and we have debt limit. And so both of those leverage points are on the agenda in this last remaining months of this year, and it's important that Republicans preserve those going forward. I expect them to try to preserve one. I don't think that there will be a mass cave on the debt limit, although I think the Democrats will attempt to do it. But that appropriations is very, very uh, is, is very much in danger because you have a lot of retiring senators that want to get their pork projects, yep. that want to put the, the remaining Dick Shelby uh, community college on there throughout Alabama. I mean, it's it's dangerous, but I think the discussion that we're having on leadership, House and Senate, and there's a discussion in the Senate as well, will put pressure on Senate appropriators not to be able to cut a full-year deal. Uh, real quickly, Russ, how do people get to your social media particularly to follow you on this uh, in- incredible debate? At Russ Vote, on all the channels in AmericaRenewing.com. Russ Vote, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay, we have a massive fight for House Speaker. 
We have the Kerry Lake situation in Arizona. And of course, we've got Donald J. Trump's big announcement today. Back to Mar-a-Lago in just a minute. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. You're in the War Room, uh, Tuesday, 15 November, the year of our Lord, 2022. A week ago, uh, on a, not a freezing, but a chilly uh, a building overlooking the Capitol, a nation's capital, historic uh, midterm elections. I was honored uh, to be one of the co-hosts with Ed Henry and Karen Turk of the Real America Voice War Room coverage that went really for a couple of days. We're still, guys, we're still trying to figure out the house as we talked about those seats. But today's another historic day. One week later in Mar-a-Lago, his, uh, his winter home, Donald J. Trump, will make a quote-unquote big announcement. We have Ed Henry and Karen Turk from Real America's Voice. Uh, yep. Karen, let me start with you. G- get, frame this for us. How, how, what's going on? This is a big announcement. Everybody figures that this is the start of President Trump's uh, third try from the White House to do the three-peat. We know he won in 16. Of course, in the war room, we know he won in 20. Right. Uh, so how big a deal is this today and what's the enthusiasm down there? Uh, this is huge, as Donald Trump would say. It's a bigly announcement. We have a lot of people on the ground here in Palm Beach with us that are anxiously awaiting this announcement. We did American Sunrise live on the ground here with Real American Voices, and we had a huge crowd. And they were all giving their input about what they think is going to happen tonight. And for the most part, everybody seems to think that he's going to announce that he's running for president. Yeah. A lot of speculation that he may even say that he's going to establish a third party. But there's Patriot a lot party, of things MAGA that Patriot party. party, it could be the America First Party, a lot of speculation from our audience and in our Getter Chat this morning about what's to come. But I think people also want him to be careful about that, Steve, as you know, because they want to keep this party united. They want Ron DeSantis to wait his turn 2028. They, they're anticipating these patriots, Donald Trump going out and giving some guidance about what his plans are. And when you talk about setting the scene, uh, he's the one that most of the folks who came up and talked to us, many of them, there was a big family from Idaho, for example, and they said they wanted to come and pray with us. They were in downtown West Palm on vacation, basically, uh, and they just found us with our with the Real America's Voice bus, and they said, we want Trump, nobody else. He's the man. We don't care who he picks as VP. We want DeSantis to wait in the wings. They want Trump. He's the one and only for them. That's, I suspect, for a lot of America First people out there. But let me set the scene. Just got a text before we came on from a friend who drove over the southern bridge that connects Which West Palm right across from to the island. That goes right over to Mar-a-Lago. You've been there before, Steve. He said there's police there already lined up. There's patriots lined up with Trump flags, MAGA flags, 2020 flags, 2016 flags, 2024 flags. So I think they're putting the band back together is my point. And we're told, because we're going to have you on tonight, we're doing a live special at 7 p.m. Eastern, and we hope you join us with others. Uh, we were told we got to get there. They're going to let us in at 4 p.m. Eastern. We're told get there at 2.30, 3 o'clock, because there's thousands of media outlets, Steve, from all around the world, as you can imagine, who want to be there for the Trump announcement. So they want to bash him in the mainstream media here or around the world, but they all want to be there. They want to be part of the action. This is in some ways bigger than a Trump rally today. I mean, we're oh, almost sure. you know 10 plus hours outside of this announcement and people are lining up on the Southern Boulevard Bridge. This yep. is pretty epic. It's history today. We're making history. 
No, this is history. I, I want to, by the way, inside the ballroom, I'm told that the riser guys, and they're in the big ballroom and they've gone, you know, they're, they're longitudinal, I guess as I would say. It's two, th- it's almost half, half of the space is had to take up by the riser. There's so much media and international media. They've never seen anything like it. Ed, I, I got to yeah. ask you, you know, uh, Club for Growth and, and people have, uh, tried to, uh, tamp this down in the enthusiasm of the Trump base for this. A lot of polls out in the last 24 hours that shows DeSantis well ahead of Donald Trump in battleground yeah. states. Now, listen, those polls have lots of problems with them, right? They're suppression polls. But what we understand that the, not just the Republican establishment, the major Republican donors, I'm talking Ken Griffin, uh, you know, um, uh, uh yeah. Steve Schwartzman, right? A uh, Paul Singer, the guys have always been the anti-American, the globalist neoliberal neocons. Uh, that back this from Wall yeah. Street into the corporatists, and you see this playing out in this fight for the speaker. Give us set, give me some set that is 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 this dampening the spirits? Is this going to have any impact, sir? My sense uh, from covering politics a long time is it's firing up the Trump base more. Every time I'm on American Sunrise, and I even mention Ron DeSantis, we have people in the audience say, "Don't don't get behind DeSantis." I'm like, I'm not cheerleading for DeSantis. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, all of you fine <laughs> patriots thought he was the greatest governor God Best ever governor created. governor ever, ever, and ever, you will just not days be, ago. be surprised, Steve, to learn that people are telling me on Getter and True Social, uh, what do they say? DeSantis a is a rhino. Come on, folks. He's not a rhino. He may be a lot of things, but he's not a rhino. Another person yesterday told me he's a traitor. Come on, folks. But here, I want to get to your question. It's an emotional time, though. People are angry. They're, they're mad. They're angry. And I think, so two things. One. I think it can actually blow up on DeSantis and be better for Trump because you got his people saying, whoa, 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 wait a second. Trump's the man. And number two, you get Ken Griffin and some of these money guys, Schwartzman and others behind DeSantis. That's what's hurting DeSantis right now. He's got a great record as governor. He just had a big, big reelection victory by 19 points. But once you get these globalists behind him with the money, it's seen as not a pro-DeSantis movement, in my opinion, Steve. It's seen as a stop Trump movement. And that can actually help Trump because we be like, wait a second, DeSantis is a good guy, good governor, but he's got these these globalists behind him. It might blow up in his face. And that's what people are saying that he sold out, even <laughs> though he was their favorite governor just weeks ago. All of a sudden now he's no. a sellout. Hang on. I want to uh, drill down on that for a second. Ed, you've been around a long time. Talk about how insidious this is. You've seen yep. this when you're at Fox and other places. When the big money comes and they yep. see a vessel, they look at Ron DeSantis has been a great governor. I know Ron, a good guy, uh, been a fabulous governor, uh, just 100%. a fabulous governor, set a tone. But when the big money yep. sees, th- their number one thing is not promoting Ron DeSantis, not promoting America first of MAGA policies, not going after Disney, not going after the big pharma. None of, none of the stuff that Ron DeSantis is doing every day, that's not their interest. They see Governor DeSantis as a vessel that they can stop Donald J. Trump and the America first. Am I correct in that, sir? 100%. Look, I'm not going to trash what my point earlier was. I'm not trashing DeSantis. I, I think people are being hypocritical in the movement when they bash him and call him a traitor or a rhino. That's silliness. But the yes. bigger point is yes. Donald Trump is the leader of this party. He's the one who had the most endorsement. He's the one who made sure that Tudor Dixon was the nominee. She didn't win in the end. And there's going to be a question about that. Is DeSantis or Yunkin or somebody better suited for a general election? I'm not saying they are, folks. Don't hear me wrong. But there'll be a debate. And I think Donald Trump can benefit from a debate. Uh, you've seen this before. You said I've been around. You've been around. Uh, sometimes a vigorous primary makes the leader, Donald Trump, even stronger. It makes people say, I want to flirt with DeSantis. But you know what? He's not ready for prime time just yet. Trump is the man. And the Griffins and the hedge fund guys putting the money, when you mention Fox, everybody knows. There's big whispers. Fox is pushing two people, DeSantis and Yunkin. They see them as MAGA light. They'll keep their audience happy with a little bit of a MAGA bone here or there, but they don't want Trump and and the attacks, the insults. So that's going to be the fight in the Republican Party. Yeah, for sure. Steve, go ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, Karen, Karen here, here's what I want. It, people, particularly our audience, the audience grows every day, particularly people who are not familiar with Mar-a-Lago and the geograph. Explain again the scale of this. Like, we're going to cut to Jane Zirkel at the bridge. Explain exactly where you guys are and how big this is today as an event. 
this is big. This is huge. I mean, we're about two miles away, and we had a huge crowd here just this morning. But this bridge is not a very big bridge, but it's somewhere where people go to show their support for Donald Trump. And we've seen hundreds of people there for flag wavings when they know that Donald Trump is in town. And this is going to be something that's going to be bigger and, and just more on a, on a scale that we haven't seen before, I would expect that there are going to be thousands of people probably, you know, marching along that one yeah. mile corridor from West Palm to Palm Beach. Now, they may not be able to get over the bridge into Palm Beach, right. but it's still close enough where and that perspective real is quick, really big. Wait, when you say where we're so we're in West Palm, we're like two or three miles from Mar-a-Lago. And what happens is Donald Trump golfs his club. His golf club is not at Mar-a-Lago. It's in West Palm. And so every day when he goes over to the golf course, to have lunch, play golf or whatever, he goes back from West Palm here on a Southern couple Boulevard. of miles over to Southern Boulevard to cross this very bridge we're talking about. And not every day, but a lot of days, there are patriots out there waving a flag because they know his routine. And he they acknowledges know that he them. There. He waves And he'll to wave to them. He'll slow the SUV down. And so this is going to be a big night because when you're talking about that media riser where we'll be and others, we're actually going to have a hard time broadcasting because I bet we're going to be wedged in. There's going to be the BBC and the French yeah. TV, uh, the German TV, as well as Fox and everyone else because they want to be there and they all want to trash Donald Trump. But they know he's the biggest story in American politics. He still is. The biggest story in the world. Okay, real quickly, got about 30 seconds to read. I'll start with Karen. Given that you guys have covered virtually every meaningful rally over the last couple of years, do you think today is smart? Do you think the timing is right for Donald J. Trump, if he does tonight, launch his presidential 2024 win? Karen Turk, I'll start with you. I think he has always been a man of the people, and the people are calling for it. They want to hear that he's running. They want optimism restored, and he's going to deliver that in some form. Maybe not an announcement, maybe the, the creation of a new party, or maybe a pending what's to come, but he's going to deliver what the people want, and that's what they're demanding. Yeah, and I agree. And you remember when we saw you at CPAC in Dallas a couple of months ago, maybe it was July. You said then, Stephen, I think you're right, go in now. Everybody knows you're going to run. Do it now. Do it he now. waited probably for legal reasons with the fundraising and whatnot. Now the cat's out of the bag. You got to stave off DeSantis and the other guys. Get in there, get the money, get the support, line up the endorsement, number one. And number two, there's another factor. I know we're out of time, but let's not forget, and you'll talk about this. The Justice Department is breathing down his neck. They've got a grand jury in Georgia. They've got another grand jury in Washington looking at the uh, classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. So he's going to complicate it, I think, in my opinion, I haven't covered this a long time. The idea of a potential indictment is going to get complicated once he becomes a candidate because this Justice Department uh, it knows that Donald Trump's only going to get stronger if they indict him, if they go after him, because his movement might actually grow. Karen, what time does coverage start tonight on Real America Voice? We're doing the pregame at 5 o'clock. What time is the coverage? Oh, we're we're, we're going to be there from 7 o'clock through 9 o'clock. We're going to be in and out all day, but our coverage is going to start at 7 in prime time, and we're going to roll right into the announcement at 9. And I have to tell you, the crowd went crazy, Steve. They're yeah. ready for it. They love the war room. They love Stephen K. Who, who doesn't love Stephen K, right, Steve? We'll see you tonight. We can't wait to see you. By the way, the... The bright, the bright sunshine of a more American sunrise, the dark specter of the war room. <laughs> what a combo. Ed Henry, Karen Turk, thank you guys. Back, Andy Biggs, and we're also going to go back to Mar-a-Lago, Jane Zirkel next. Friends, if the current diesel fuel crisis gets any worse, truckers might not be able to deliver enough food to grocery stores in the coming months. Are you ready for that? It's a real threat. But here's a very real solution. Right now, you can stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money with this offer from My Patriot Supply. They're knocking off $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now to get this great deal. My Patriot Supply is charging less so they can help families more. This is the lowest price since 2019. So get it while you can. Remember. Supply chain breakdowns are still impacting everyday life. You must be able to depend upon yourself for survival. So get this food today. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Preparewithbannon.com. And you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you get. Your order ships fast, and it ships free. Don't wait for empty stores. Don't wait for empty shelves. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Prepare with Bannon.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Republicans in this nation. So we have to make the change. 
And, uh, and I know that you've got people that are saying, oh, Andy, don't do it now. It's the, the margin's too thin. They would have been, if we had a 25 seat majority, they'd have been saying, oh, don't do it now, Andy, because the margin is so great. We, we just had a big victory. They said in 2020, when we lost the, the house again, they said, oh, don't do it because we're in the minority. The, it is time to exit this path and move and turn a new leaf, turn a new page so we can go forward for the American people. That's what this is about. It's not about even Kevin McCarthy so much or Andy Biggs so much as it's time to change the status quo in Washington, D.C. It's past time to do that. Yeah, that's right. We had Russ vote on and he's been on here. And Russ has not has not really been a political guy so much as he's a a policy guy, OMB, but he has been at the forefront of this. And it's, and the reason I want to have you on today, and it's ironic, this vote takes place, at least the first round vote or the leadership vote takes place on the same day as Donald J. Trump's announcement. It's a, we have a structural problem that we're, we're not aligned. And, and, and I want you to yeah. talk to the audience about what we need to align, what the, what the, particularly the House does or the, or the congressional party with these America, what Trump represents with this kind of populist, nationalist, America first, Policies. Can you walk us through that? Because it's not really the, the personalities of Andy Biggs, although he's a fighter and a beloved character, or Kevin McCarthy, who may seem to a lot of people to be too corporate or too establishment. It's a it's a fundamental, deeper issue in that, is it not, sir? It is, and it's structural. So, so you know, if you want to have good policy, you have to have good procedure, and you have to have the structure, and you have to rebalance the structure. And that's what I'm I'm talking about that. On, I'm dealing with both these issues, quite frankly. So the structure has to change. How does it change? Well, how about if you if you open up the appropriations process in such a way that you actually can reduce the inflation uh, sustaining and fueling budget of, of this massive federal budget that we have? In order to do that, you have to fix the internal structure to do it because it's not set up to, to fix that. The same thing with any kind of conservative idea. And, and the, you know, Donald Trump actually had this right when he talked about the swamp and the uniparty and, and what goes on here. Well, these people are all this, I'll prefer the structure the way it is because they profit off it. In order for the American people to profit off it, you have to get in and use and re- resort back to the constitutional uh, constraints. And so you use that. Um, how about things as simple as, I mean, seriously, as simple as saying a single subject rule on bills, no more 3000 page bills that are given to people with one hour before you vote and saying you got to vote to know what's in it. Uh, those things are structural and they've gotten worse under Pelosi, but they were bad under the previous administration. How about just allowing members of Congress to go to the floor and um, move to amend? You don't need, you have to, don't have to grant it, but just allow them to move to amend and debate it and have a vote on it. We haven't had an open uh, amendment process in six years, Steve, six years. So that's the structural side. The, pro- the policy side is to say, look, uh, me and, and the, the more moderate side or liberal side of the Republicans, we agree on certain things. Let's, how about if we find those agreement points that are America first in nature and, and put those up in a very simple fashion, not uh, uh, buried under thousands of pages of crap. And just say, let's build a, a fence. They want a fence. Uh, and let's fund it, build it, and go forward. And then the other thing is, and this is what's key, I think, too, Steve, to, to altering the status quo. And that is to recognize you have to use every tool in the toolbox to leverage against people who view us not as political opponents, not as Americans with just divergent viewpoints. They view us as political enemies. They do. And we have to change that. In order to change it, you have to be ready to fight and use the toolbox of tools that we have. So, and to do all this, do, do you, is your running for speakership a protest vote or do you have a shot for this? Like people tell me, Hey, you've got 10 or 12 votes. I don't know if McCarthy has the rest, but I mean, what, what's the practical purpose of this? Is this a protest vote? Is this for you to lay out this alternative vision for where you could go? Or has Andy Biggs got a shot at this? Well, I'm the first to admit that it, it, if I have a shot at it, it's really a long shot, Steve. Um, Kevin has got this sewn up. I mean, this the status quo. As I said, you got people who say, "Well, we can't we can't vote for Biggs because we have a too thin of a majority," uh, and and they would they would find some reason to vote always for the for the establishment status quo. Uh, if, if in the end 
we get a significant number of votes, uh, then Kevin will still be the nominee, but he has to fight it out and we have to have an internal fight and discussion. And maybe we can exit the path of this status quo that's defeating this country um, by January 3rd, because on January 3rd is the actual vote, Steve. That's, today's really kind of the uh, primary, and January 3rd would be the general. So what should people look for in the next couple of weeks? And is this going to be tied to people's behavior during the lame duck? I mean, the lame duck, we're trying to get the audience up. You're going to have a $2 trillion discretionary spending fiasco yeah. in this omnibus bill. you got the debt ceiling they're going to try to move. They're going to try to make Puerto Rico a state. I mean, is the, is the lame duck inextricably linked? with this fight for the speakership? Absolutely it is. And so that, so it's, it's critical that we had somebody in the race. Uh, I got, I, you know, I was drafted. People asked me to run. So I said, okay. And, and you know what, we have to see what they're doing in the lame duck and that, that will give you an indication, but don't forget that we have a, we have a history here of where we've been on this. And I will just tell you one other thing, Steve, I think it's important to know. Uh, I actually was the Senate president in Arizona. We didn't have a super majority, uh, but we, it wasn't perhaps as thin as this majority is. But one thing I proved, I think, is that I know how to lead and work with people who have divergent viewpoints. And we had a very successful uh, legislature when I was there because I think my ability to understand what we could do and, and move up to the line as far as we could go to protect and preserve the rights of Americans. And people need to be watching what, what's happening in this next three weeks, Steve. I mean, by December 16th, you'll, you'll have a pretty good idea whether, um, Mr. McCarthy is, is fit for the job. And I think a lot of people would say they'd already seen his performance for the past uh, four years or so. Some of your best allies, MTG, for instance, says uh, Andy Biggs is a great guy. I love Andy Biggs. He's a warrior. He's one of my partners in this, but he's walking down a path that could flip this. To the Democrats, you could have a moderate Democrat or a Liz Cheney or some some crazy idea like that. Is that realistic in your mind? Well, I love Marjorie, as you know. We've worked together side by side and taken our licks together and fought this battle. But I think she's she's wrong here. I think, and and the reason I say that is, um, we we have a chance. If you don't make a chance because you have a, th a small majority, uh, and you won't do it because we have a big majority, or you won't do it because we're in the minority, when will you make a change? When will you make a change? Everything is fraught with risk. I don't think this is a serious risk, though. I don't think uh, even uh, the the Republican who said he would go to Democrats, he's kind of walked that back already. Nobody wants to see a Democrat uh, leading us now when we have a majority. I, I, so I don't think that's realistic. I think what's much more realistic is that if, if we united, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to unite behind Kevin McCarthy, for Pete's sakes. You can unite unite behind me. And if I'm not the guy uh, and you can find a different consensus candidate, let's unite behind somebody who will actually uh, invoke America first policies. And that's what we need to do, Steve. Uh, this country is ripe for it. And this body is ripe for reform and, and transition. And uh, we have to exit the suboptimal path and build a new path. And it might have some short term pain, but it'll have long term consequences uh, uh, and rewards that, that will make this country a far better place, make this institution a far better, more responsive uh, institution. Matt Gates is talking about hard nose right now, as you see it, how many hard nose uh, that will never vote for McCarthy? How many hard nose do you have? I don't know. I, I know we've been whipping it and I feel very comfortable that, uh, uh, we, we will have a significant number of hard nose here on Mr. McCarthy and, um, and we're whipping the count. And I would just tell you, it's a, it's a secret ballot. A lot of people don't realize that this ballot today is a secret ballot. And there are people uh, who who uh, want to vote no for Kevin, but they don't want him necessarily to know it because he might uh, exact retribution against them. And that's also a crappy way to lead it, uh, this body. Congressman Biggs, how do people follow you on social media? Uh, go to at... Uh, Rep. Andy Biggs, AZ. Rep. Andy Biggs, AZ. Everybody ought to be following that social media account. A lot happening. Congressman Biggs, thanks for carving time out today to join us in the war room. You bet, Steve. Thanks so much for all you do. Okay, let's go to our, 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 our old executive editor. Let's go to Liz Harrington. I know she's jammed up today. She's communication strategist for President Trump. 
Uh, Liz, Liz, we have Liz. Tell us, uh, give us a sense of the place today. How big a deal is this, and what's going to happen tonight? Hey, Steve, this couldn't be more huge. You already have people lining up on the bridge with American flags, and this is the most anticipated announcement for President Trump that he'll make tonight his decision whether he will run. Um, it, it is the most anticipated event I think we've seen. And I think the American people are really looking forward to it. They want hope. They want uh, resolve. And that's in President Trump. He's the leader of the greatest political movement our country has ever seen. Everyone wants to be here. And the preparations for this have been enormous. We couldn't be more excited. And we cannot wait to hear from President Trump tonight. Talk about the crowd. How enthusiastic is uh, is MAGA today for this? You've been around the country in these rallies. It's all bring all brought to bear back to Mar-a-Lago Day. How enthusiastic is the Trump base? It, it is through the roof. I mean, you can't even imagine. I mean, you saw the four rallies before November 8th, and we haven't seen anything quite like it. President Trump wasn't even on the ticket, and yet we had tens of thousands of people in that rally in Miami with the rain coming down. You had the rainbow uh, before he came on in Pennsylvania and Latrobe. There is an energy here and a spirit that we cannot waver on. And President Trump certainly is not. We know things uh, are happening right now. You're covering it so well, Steve, uh, with Arizona and everything else. But the MAGA base needs to know that President Trump, he is our General Washington here. He is the leader of this movement. This movement is not going anywhere, and it's actually growing stronger and stronger by the day. Liz, we know you got to bounce. What's your social media? We want people to follow you all day. How do they do that? Truth Social at Real Liz USA. You, you got to tune into this tonight. Oh, yeah. We're going to be live all day long. Going to get Liz Harrington's actually going to with us later in the evening. She's busy throughout the day. Short commercial break. Our former executive editor, Liz Harrington's on the scene. We're going to go back to Mar-a-Lago. We got Jane Zirkel. We have uh, Mo Bannon and Natalie Winters. All next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. Uh, you're in the war room. Let's go to Jane Zirkel. You're by the bridge. Jane, that's your favorite perch. You've been down there a lot. Tell us about today, the scale of it, the enthusiasm about it. What's going to happen? Well, Steve, there is already a huge crowd down here right in front of Mar-a-Lago. The southern bridge has been there has been tons of supporters for President Trump that are already showing up in anticipation for this evening. There are going to be thousands of members of the media and guests here tonight to hear what President Trump has to say. And the energy is absolutely magnetic. If you remember over the summer, we saw these fantastic demonstrations after the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. And I'm going to be getting some videos of those that are happening today. So definitely check them out on my Getter and Twitter. 
and it's going to be a fantastic night. Jane, you've you've been doing this for us down there, particularly these pickups. That's across the water. Our audience looks at it for the podcast audience. She's standing there right there on the other side of the water is Mar Lago. Uh, The the enthusiasm today, are they ready to – are people ready to fire off the football? Are they ready for the grind of a presidential uh, run for 2024? Is the MAGA base, the MAGA – the War Room Posse, are they set for this down there? Definitely. These people are prepared to take action, 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 and they are MAGA to the core. They brought their Trump signs, their Trump banners. I've been talking to a few of them and they are so excited and hope that Trump is announcing to run for president tonight. They're hoping that that announcement is for that. They're very, very excited to see what he has to say. And they are going to be here all night long showing support for him and the guests that are coming to Mar-a-Lago. Okay, Jane, I know it's a little hot down there, but you've done this before. I want you to hang out, get some shade, hang out. We're going to come back to you. Our own Jane Zirkel down outside of Mar-a-Lago uh, at the famous bridge. Let's go now to Cash Patel. Cash would obviously uh, be one of the senior uh, people in the second uh, administration. He was uh, one of the leaders of the first administration uh, and now a, a renowned author of children's books. Cash, uh, why, are you down in, uh, why are you down in Mar-a-Lago today? Why are you going to be part of this? You know, Steve, I thought I would come down here and work on my tan. But uh, no, in reality, um, I spoke to President Trump late last night. Uh, you know, we had a great conversation. And I think you guys know what's coming. I was just with the Real America's team in downtown Palm Beach with Ed Henry and Company live. There's people out there with banners and stuff. We're having a great time. I think President Trump has realized that there is only one way to go, and that is forward. And the only way to defeat the critics and the haters is to put the Trump agenda back front and center for all of America to see. We can do the autopsy in the midterms and the elections in the Arizonas and Nevadas um, whenever you want. But President Trump wants to remind people, Americans, that is, that it is a two-year mission to retake this White House. And I think he's going to start by taking it off tonight. Let me ask you, is this a, you know, because as critics, you've had Club for Growth come out with these these fake polls uh, to try to put a damper on this. Uh, make the case, is this unifying or divisive? Is this causing a, a, a problem and divisive? Although I think divisive is not always bad because it gets issues to the top. Or is this going to be a unifying uh, effort? Is Pre- President Trump going to try to bring people together on our side of the football and say we got one common political enemy? Or is this going to be just more uh, divisiveness, sir? No, I think it serves the purpose of taking the divisiveness that has happened a lot with to do with the mainstream media and the fake narratives that they've been putting out, the disinformation campaigns, that there's some sort of hatred between Donald Trump and maybe some of his inner circle. I think what you've seen is another stroke of political genius from President Trump. He has put on full blast the people that he is going to immediately surround himself with, and the others in the Republican Party, such as the Paul Ryans of the world, have shown their true colors to say they want nothing to do with Trump going forward. So now you know who to stand with. You're either going to stand with President Trump as he unifies the MAGA base as he only can, or you're free to stand with the other part of the Republican faction that somehow thinks they are going to be the new Republican Party um, and somehow forget the last six years of Donald Trump's recreation of the Republican brand. So on that front, I believe it's going be a massive unifying effort but you need i agree with you you need a little bit of division ahead of time which is what the last week was about so you know where the lines are and people have to make a decision where are you going to stand are you going to stand with president trump at mar-a-lago or are you going to stand with the paul ryan's and liz cheney's and carl rove's of the world as they bash uh, one of the greatest presidents we've ever had and uh you know what people got to make a choice Look, you've been there with Nunez. <clears throat> you've won the leader fi- leading fighters against the administrative state, the deep state, and for America first. Walk me through the structural. I mean, we've got the Ken Griffins. you got the Paul Singers. you got their their mouthpieces and Paul Ryan, their factotums. What, what, this is really gets down to two different philosophies of the world and of governance and of this country. Walk me through what those two differences are. And they're a little bit irreconcilable. Don't you agree? I agree. And it sort of harkens me back to 2015 and no better person than you to take us back to that time and and lead us through the winning winning strategy. But what Donald Trump was all about then and is all about now is you don't buy the American electorate vote. You don't bring in the Ken Griffins of the world and buy it. 
Of course, money helps run campaigns, but we're going back to the days of a grassroots campaign where everybody in the MAGA movement is involved, whether it's a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, you want to feel a part of the movement. And that feeling is what money can't capture. That feeling is what Donald Trump has captured. The essence of that movement is what you're going to see tonight. And, you know, these what we fail to do and some of your audience might not agree with me on this one in terms of the midterms, but we have to learn from it. We have to learn that the candidates have to go out there and the surrogates have to go out there and hammer on kitchen table values. President Trump set the playing field, national security, the border, the economy, Iran, China, Russia, and taking on the global anarchists that are going around the world and helping everyday Americans. But we have to connect that to the independent voters, which is, I think, something we fail to do in some states. And I'm putting mail-in ballot voting aside. Let's not even bring that up. But we have to do a better job of hammering that through. And that's going to be my job going forward as I travel the country um, on behalf of President Trump for his candidacy. And I think we can do it with great surrogate work. And we don't need, as I said earlier, the Ken Griffins of the world. If they want to take another position with their money, that's fine. You know what? I call to, I talked to 10 billionaires that are going to be at Mar-a-Lago tonight. So I'm not really worried about it. Uh, Cash, can you hang on? We're going to take a 90-second break. And i, I, I got to ask you about this House because you're a, you're a man of the House. And uh, you work for one of the great leaders we had in the House, Devin Nunez. Uh, if you can stick with us, 90-second break. we got James Zirkel at the bridge. we got got uh, Captain uh, Mo Bannon and our new executive editor, Natalie Winters, uh, back at the Real American Voice set in, Mar- in Palm Beach. We're going to go there. we got the great Cash Patel. We're going to go to Arizona. we got it all. A house fight. Arizona fight, uh, a huge announcement in Mar-a-Lago, a global event, uh, as uh, America First, MAGA, the deplorables, all the tribes War Room are Posse, you already know free speech is under the constant war attack by the swamp and the big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 